We are live. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm so grateful for another phenomenal episode here on the Entrepreneur Speaker Series. Today is going to be very exciting. We're going to be talking about wealth. Wealth creation is a topic that you have been asking for. We receive a lot of questions because there's so many different ways of creating wealth. And today, before I introduce our speaker, I want to welcome Angeline Weyermeyer back on the show, my phenomenal co-host. And Angeline is a wealth creator, manifester, and entrepreneur builder herself. So this is going to be an excellent topic to speak on and right in her alley. So Angeline, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Rob. I, it's my honor to be here. And before I'm going to dive in, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. And today is going to be, we're going to share so much value. And if you are interested in real estate, then make sure you get rid of all your distractions because today's speaker is going to bring so much value to the call. She has an incredible journey. So let me introduce you to our speaker today, Arlene Gaza who started her real estate journey all the way back in 2012. And she started with multifamily apartment investing. And I believe, Arlene, it was a 24 unit. Is that correct? That's correct, Rob. And so over this uh, past eight, nine years or so, she has grown her portfolio tremendously. Of course, it never went only smoothly. There were some challenges along the way and that is what we're going to be talking about today about the lessons learned and how real estate can act as such a tremendous growth vehicle for long-term wealth creation so i hope you're ready i hope you're going to take some notes because today is going to be full of golden lessons so arlene first and foremost happy friday and thank you so much for being on the entrepreneur speaker series today Thank you, Rob and Angeline. Happy Friday to all of you and everybody tuning in to, to watch us today. Uh, Fridays are always happy days, right? Because we know the week, the week is over and we've got a few days of rest on Saturday and Sunday. So excited to be here with you. Thank you so much, uh, Aline. I really an honor to have you on the show. I know that you are a busy woman. You are actually in, in your car driving to uh, Houston to look at property, right? And I'm very grateful to have you on the show to show people you're not just uh, saying that you're also living it every single day. So before we dive in, would you be able to would you tell us a little bit about your background and, and how did you get into the world of investment? Great. I'm going to start a little further back than typical just because I want everyone to get a real sense for, you know, I wasn't born into a privileged life. It was a very modest life, but a happy life. Uh, grew up in a small town in West Texas of about 3,000 people in a large family. I have ten. I have nine siblings, so there's 10 kids and my mom and dad. And when my dad and my mom first got started uh, in their married life, they, they both were working out in the fields. They were picking cotton. And uh, my mom had graduated from high school. My father, however, only went as far as eighth grade because he needed to help his family. He, he needed to help support the family. And so um, uh, they, um, you know, worked very, very hard. And then 
my father um, taught himself how to read blueprints so that he could get a job in oil field construction. Mm. <clears throat> and so from that, you know, he was able to, to progress in his um, career in that industry. And my mom was really a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. um, but her goal had always been to go to college, but they didn't have the means to send her. So her, she made it her mission to make sure that every one of us, all 10 of us went to college. And so I say that because there's a lot of parents out there who are wanting to increase their wealth to be able to help send kids to school. And we even had an investor a few years back that stopped us and told us that through multifamily investing with us, they were able to send their daughter to college. So wow. multifamily isn't just about your own wealth. It really is a, a family thing. It's a thing that's a community thing. So um, from that, fast forward, I, I went to college and obtained a degree in finance. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that always intrigued me was banking. And so I went into the banking industry where I worked for 20 years uh, doing running banking centers, uh, managing an HR team. I was a lender. And then I also launched Bank of America's first Hispanic marketing program because I found a need to educate even back then on how to keep your finances uh, going, how to know how to budget, how to know all about maintaining good credit, etc. So, uh, from that, uh, after my husband sold his business, we decided to move to San Antonio, and his business is was owning a property management software company. Okay. So he knew from the back end what owners were able to accomplish on owning multifamily properties. And so when we moved, he said, "Let's buy, let's buy our own property." And I can tell you from the beginning, I I was a little freaked out and I said, oh, hold on a minute. I don't know anything about this. Yes. Uh, but as, as, as we bought our, as we started looking at the numbers side of it, I'm a numbers person. They just made a lot of sense to me. And so we bought our first 24 unit and managed it ourselves. It's not necessary to go that route, but for us, we wanted to understand the ins and outs of it. So I did the leasing, I did the accounting, I, I did the marketing, and Jacob, my husband, did the, he managed the maintenance side of it in our rehab. And so from that experience, a year into it, there was an opportunity to buy a property around the corner. So we, we purchased it because it allowed us to have a manager part-time so that he and I weren't doing everything um, day to day. We had learned and then we also became certified through the National Apartment Association as certified apartment managers and certified apartment portfolio supervisors. Again, for us to, to take somebody else's money and invest with us, we, we feel very responsible. So educating ourselves was a key part of getting started. Wow, thank you so much for, for sharing. Uh, Rob, you, you have any questions? Yeah, I, I think this is a phenomenal journey that you have been on, uh, Arlene. And, and I wanted to ask you from, from your family history, as you were describing that your family were picking cotton from the cotton fields back in the days to, to now being a apartment investor, creating wealth through all this real estate and, and really going commercial. 
what were some of the lessons that you learned if you if you go back all the way from where your family started to where you are today right being in your van being able to to move from deal to deal and and living a completely different life oh i think she will come back <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah because Arlene is in her um uh in her car and um actually on on the on the way to uh touring property in uh houston yes so we got a little interruption folks here on uh, on the show and and that's that's what technology is about right if it works it works and sometimes it doesn't hey arlene welcome back thank you so sorry about that i you started to cut out a little bit and then angeline did and i completely went out but happy to be back on <laughs> Yeah. So, so before before the interruption, I, I was just curious. What are some of the lessons that you're able to share with us, and 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 from your experience and how you go from from the tiny little village where you grew up with only a handful of people and picking cotton in the cotton fields to to actually moving to to become an apartment investor? Like, what was that journey like, and and what are some of the the tips in, in terms of the mindset that you can share with us and how to make that transformation? Well, I, I think you do have to kind of leave uh, your uh, fear behind and, mm -hmm. and really base it on what you have learned. Like I said, we educated ourselves first on what it, what are the numbers behind running a property? And the second thing is we got a mentor. I mm -hmm. think mentors are a big part of any growth journey that you have and so we found a mentor that really was able to guide us so we bought the very the first four properties that we were managing ourselves and then uh, joined a group in dallas a mentor a real estate group and the first thing they recommended was that we try to outsource the management and hire a third-party management company so we tried that option. It, it really helped us grow. We grew by to a thousand units uh, within a year. And so that allowed us to really um, grow. And so taking that advice helped us. Uh, mm -hmm. However, fast forward you know, in 2017, we decided that we wanted to launch our own management company again. We, I guess, knew too much. And <laughs> so, there were some things that we wanted to do our way and that we wanted to control things like the resident experience, making sure that service levels were high. And we wanted to control um, what happened at the property. And what we found with third party was we didn't really know what was happening until the month after it was reported. And so we were not able to really make a big impact. So, Owning our own company is a lot of work, um, but it's a labor of love because we feel like we're adding value for our investors and for ourselves. Uh, we uh, put invest our own money in every investment that we put out there, and it's important for us that we're able to deliver the type of performance our investors are expecting. So challenges along the way yes there are challenges and i will tell you that um working with a spouse <laughs> is a challenge, right? it's a challenge. <laughs> yes uh, he he was used to jacob was used to running his own company 
So he was the boss. He was, you know, where the buck stopped and I was in corporate America, you know, so I was trained in a different manner from the standpoint of organization, et cetera, et cetera. And so when we started working together, we, we were stepping all over each other, uh -huh. you know, make a decision. And I would really ask, well, should we do it this other way? And so, you know, from many angles, um, it, it was difficult at first. We enjoy working with each other. We just didn't know how to work with each other. Uh -huh. and so I actually uh, participated in strategic coach. Um, again, that's always seeking to better yourselves through education. And one of the exercises they had us do uh, was called Minding Your Unique Abilities. Hmm. So through that process, I wrote down everything that I did in a week. And then I prioritized it by things I was really good at, things I really could figure out but wasn't that great at, things I love to do, and things that I didn't enjoy doing. And so going through that exercise, I realized I'm a numbers person. I have a lending background. The acquisition side of our business is where I'm most you know, fruitful, where I'm, I can succeed. And so Jacob and I had a discussion and I said, what about if I do the acquisitions and you run the management company? And he said, oh my gosh, that's perfect. That's exactly what I've been wanting to do. So I share that because in many opportunities, whether it's a spouse or it's another partner like you, Angeline and Rob, you know, partner and work together, you have to go through that exercise of understanding what are you each great at and what is it that you want to do and kind of divide and conquer. And that's going to really take you a lot further than, you know, as I said, stepping over each other on decisions and rethinking decisions three times, et cetera. Wow. I'm so glad you shared that because uh, a couple of weeks ago, we have Tim Callis. She, now she, he is an expert in the, in terms of the relationship and he give a great nugget. I like to share that with you. Sure. And like me, me and my husband, Carl, right? We work in the same business and I totally can relate to that. And I want to echo back because you mentioned a couple of challenge that you have been through, right? like starting out into the apartment investing and how do you work uh, with your spouse and then you have a lot of challenge and what i'm hearing is how do you rise up and then become an opportunity that you seek out mentorship right i, I saw that you mentioned it twice and and I, I do see if you are listening to this uh, podcast right now, I want to encourage you. If you want to have the financial success in your life, find somebody who already have the result that you want. Maybe Arlene or Rob or me or any other mentors, right? To help you so that you can shortcut your financial success. Yeah. Very, very good advice, Angeline. It, there are people that have walked the road before us. So why not learn from them and minimize your challenges, minimize mistakes by listening to the knowledge they've gained by being on that journey before us. 
And I also I want to point it out one thing, like for the people like Arlene and Jacob, right? They're already widely successful in what they do. However, they never stop there. I, I actually go to the mastermind with them, right? And they go to all kinds of different events and continue to sharpen their they are asked and it's it's see that you always have a growth mindset regardless that's another thing that i like to point out to our audience i agree angeline mindset is one of the very key things that you have to really focus on uh, because it's so easy to run across an obstacle or a challenge and get discouraged but if you you stick to your mindset of what it is that you want to accomplish and how you're going to get there and don't deviate from it, you're gonna get there. You're gonna get there and you're gonna get there faster than you ever thought you would. Hey, and Arlene, and speaking, speaking of mentors, would you mind sharing in your journey, who would you consider were like the three most influential people to you? Um, may, maybe those are your mentors or maybe there are some people that have guided you along the way. Who would you say are those people to you in your journey? Well, I'd have to start with my mom. Um, you know, my father passed away very young at the age of 48. Wow. And so she still had three kids at home and she had never worked in her life. So she figured out how to, you know, create a living for my siblings that were at home uh, for us. And she's always been a fantastic saver, you know, with you know, a very low income that my father made, we never were without anything. And when an emergency came up, somehow there was always money to cover the emergency, but it's because she was really good at saving and watching money, even though she had never been, had any formal education uh, from that standpoint. So I would say she is, she's one of my biggest mentors because I watched her, you know, struggle through the death of my father and come out, you know, victorious and with flying colors. So, say so she was one. Uh, Brad Sumrock, uh, from a real estate standpoint, he was our first mentor. And so he has taught us a lot. He's the one that recommended the third party approach. And he continues to refine what he's learning. And what I love is that as he learns something, he's sharing that with us. He doesn't keep it to himself. He's sharing with us new tips and tricks on how to be successful with a broker or how to position yourself best with a lender. So I would say that that's another really good mentor. And, you know, I have to say my husband, oh. um, you know, honestly, he, he started his first business at the age of 26 wow. and we had just been married less than a year and he came home and he said, Hey, what did you, what would you think if I started a software company? And I said, well, let's look at our finances. And so we, we had this little green notebook that every month we were writing what we brought in and what our expenses were. And I said, well, we can, we can make it on my salary. So go ahead, start, start your business. And, so to watch him and to listen to him come home and share his challenges and how he was able to grow his software company from no users to over 20,000 users in a very short amount of time was phenomenal. And, and I'll say he doesn't have formal college education. It is strictly mindset and grit and learning and constantly 
watching podcasts and listening to others and reading books that he was able to really um, just, you know, seek out that, that path and be very successful when he sold the business. It was a huge, huge accomplishment for him and for our family. That's so beautiful, Arlene. Very inspiring. Yeah, when Jacob hear this, I bet tears in his eyes. In China, we have an old saying. It says that a, a, a behind a successful man, there's always a great woman. Do you have this mm -hmm. saying in the U.S. too? We do. You we do. do. And, and go ahead. Yeah, while you were sharing that, I I was picturing you are that wonderful women behind that successful man which is who is a jacob and without your support right and he wouldn't be able to start his own business and go through the challenge and i just want to acknowledge you on that thank you angeline i think there's so many couples out there where they have the same stories right and i think when you again when you're looking at a partnership whether it's a married partnership or otherwise you have to be aligned. You have to think in the same way. Not always, because there will always be differences of opinion, but you have to have the same goals, the same mindset of let's work through this together. And and I tell my kids that, you know, I've, I've been praying for my kid's spouse for since they were little. <laughs> Marry somebody that was going to love them, that was going to support them. Um, just like what I've experienced. And I, I tell them all the time, you choose wisely, right? You choose your partner wisely. And, and you, you look at how do we grow together? And that's what we've been able to experience, Jacob and I. That's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. And Arlene, so moving back to the, to the real estate space, and, and I think we already covered some, some excellent uh, advice here. You, you, you have addressed mentorship and like influential people that you can consult with. And, and when you're stuck or challenged that you have a go-to place where, where you can ask for advice. Now, when it comes to the journey of building wealth, right? I, I think it, it's commonly known that the, the topic of real estate. A lot of people are thinking about real estate and it seems such a sexy topic, right? It creates wealth and success. And I mean, I think you're the epiphany of that, right? You're, you're traveling in your van right now doing, doing this episode with us from the road. It, it sounds amazing. Now, what are some of the common myths that you could help us debunk? Because we personally know, I know Angelina is also in the real estate. I'm personally an investor too. So, so we know that it, it, it sounds easier than it actually is. So what are some of the, the myths that in this space, that on your journey towards success and financial freedom, what are some of the myths that you can help us debunk and let the audience out there know the reality of being in the real estate space? Great. Well, I think one of the big uh, myths is that you have to have half a million to a million dollars to invest in real estate. That's not the case. I mean, it, in the opportunities that we've participated in, we've also passively invested. It can be as low as $50,000 um, and could go higher from that, but I've seen as low as 50,000. And so I think understanding that you don't have to have huge amounts of money to grow your money you just need to start somewhere. And, and as I said, with real estate, it can be as low as $50,000. Now, that's by working with private syndicators, which is what 
I do and Angeline and Carl do, um, you, you can find those opportunities. So I, I think the other thing is I hear people when we talk about what we do and we talk about how we got started and I meet people at real estate events, they always ask me, is this real? <laughs> and I tell them, it's my life. I can tell you from testimony that we started with 24 units. We we're at 3000 units, over 300 million in assets. And that's from a young lady that grew up in a very small town of 3000 people. So it's about connection. It's about finding the right people to connect with that have these opportunities to offer. Um, and I know Angeline and Carl do that also. And so grow your network, find, don't be hesitant to reach out to, in this case, Angeline or us or anyone to find out how do I get on a list? How do I find out about these opportunities? And so that's a, a big piece of it is if you're not out there and nobody knows about you, they're not, you're not going to get an email that says, Hey, here's a new property that you have an opportunity to invest in. So I would say that that is a, a big one is that's a, that's homework for everybody listening, yeah. connect with the right people. I mean, Angeline is a great connection. She <laughs> already has access to a lot of the same information and the same people, but, Every day we're hearing through our website, people that email us, mm. I want to know more. And so I will tell you that that reach out when you see those opportunities, don't be hesitating because other people are doing it. And I will tell you, we just put a new offering out on a deal. Uh, we had the webinar on Wednesday before we completed the webinar, we were $3 million oversubscribed. Wow. wow. Because there is a huge interest in real estate for many reasons. One, real estate from a passive standpoint offers you passive income. You know, Rob, when you've invested, did you have to do anything other than give the syndicator or the person putting the deal together your money? Did you do no. anything different? That, no. That, that, that's it. And, and that's yeah. perhaps, and maybe you can address that, Arlene. That's perhaps another common misconception that that people people feel that they need to have experience. They need to have, you know, their their buyers list. They need to have all those fundamentals in order to succeed. But what what is your experience? Let's say for somebody that might be thinking to go into into real estate or even multifamily real estate. Do you need to have all those fundamentals ready? Do you need to have a business in order to do this? You don't have to start that way, but I will tell you that you, I do recommend that you educate yourself and it, it doesn't have to be formal. Like I said, go find the podcast and the blogs out there on, you know, from real estate companies that, that provide this information. I, I do recommend that you have a base level of understanding of the risks of real estate. You know, what we like about multifamily is that it's tangible asset. You can touch it. You can go visit it. It's not a paper stock or something that somebody in New York is putting a value on the value of the property strictly based on the income, the property generates nothing more. It's simple to me. I could totally wrap my head around that. So I would say get a base 
level understanding of what it is before you give somebody your money to invest in. The second piece is get to know the sponsor or the person putting together the deal very, very well. Ask them for their track record. Ask them how credit worthy are you? I mean, I never offended if somebody asked me about that because I have to have that to put my deals together, right? So ask a lot about the sponsor. And when you're looking at investing in a particular market, ask them if they haven't provided it about data about that market. For example, we invest in San Antonio and Houston. That's where we buy. We know everything there is to know, maybe not everything, but a lot of what you need to know about that market. Is the population growing? What are the jobs like? Are jobs growing? Uh, what are what is income? What are the income levels of people in those markets? Because that's going to determine who's going to rent at your property, right? And that's how properties on our properties make money. So, again, great benefits from real estate investing. The cash flow is great. There's tax benefits. So, we do um, some special studies on each property that generate depreciation losses. We pass those along to our investors, and so they're able to use that to help offset taxes in most cases. Um, and then there's appreciation uh, from multifamily. So when you buy a property, let's say at 10 million, our goal is to increase the value to 15 to 17 million so that when we sell, investors get their share of that growth from the 10 to the 17, $7 million. And that could happen in two years, three years, four years. And I just haven't seen that level of growth uh, in terms of returns and any other investments that I've done. And again, I'm, I'm from a banking background, so I've seen it and sold it all, <laughs> you know, CDs, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Um, so I would just say it's a different asset. It's an alternative investment to stocks and bonds, but it's an excellent one from what I've experienced personally. So Arlene, I'd like to uh, echo it back to some of the things that you you were mentioned and jotted down. You mentioned that um, you don't need to have a lot of money to start. And I, I wrote this down. I said, you don't need to be rich to get started, but you do need to be get started to get rich. Right? That's right. And then the second thing that I like to um, add on to that, it's called leverage, right? Um, sometimes you may not have a lot of knowledge, but however, when you partner with somebody like Arlene, like me and many other great uh, mentors who already have the experience, who already invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in their own knowledge, right? All you need to do is just leverage that knowledge and find the right partnership. And I, I see that it's a great uh, shortcut to success. And also, Arlene, you mentioned, you're exactly right. Yeah. And then you mentioned yes, about you're people. You're exactly right about Uh-huh. I think she's. What we find is we use leverage when we buy properties also, right? We're leveraging other people's time. We're leveraging the bank's money, et cetera. So lots of ways to leverage in this industry. And then Arlene, just now you mentioned about when when, when people want to get to connect with you, they want to know more about what you do. You mentioned about you have a website. What is the website that our audience, our listener can um, uh, get connected with you? Great. 
the website is wreathequity.com and it's R as in Robert, E as in Edward, E as in Edward, P as in Paul, equity.com. So when you go to the website, if you want to learn about what we're doing and any new opportunities, if there's a button you can click and it will send an email to invest at reefequity.com and our investor relations manager, Rebecca, will reach out and set up a call with Jacob and I so that we can get to know anyone that's interested in working with us. Great. So the the website, it's a reapequity.com. And then the email is invest at reapequity.com. If you would love to have a complimentary consultation call with Arlene and Jacob to know about apartment investing, you can go to invest at reapequity.com to get connected with them. Beautiful. And thank you for being generous with your... Thank you for being generous with your time, Arlene, because we, our community, we have a lot of mixed audiences that are in the space, that are looking to get into the space. And, and I think, like you mentioned and emphasized on that mentorship and guidance, if people can just take that one thing out of that conversation with you, I think it could change potentially someone someone's life. So I think you're being very generous with your time and we certainly appreciate that. And then I also wanted to ask you, since we have been speaking and diving deep into your journey as a real estate investor, and we have learned so much on all the, the obstacles that you encountered along the way and what you did to get to where you are today. But how would you define wealth, Arlene? Right? If, if you compare wealth with what you do today, which is real estate, what does that mean to you? How do you define wealth? You know, I, I saw something that somebody posted the other day and wealth is the ability to take your resources and use them for the benefit of others. Mm. And I just thought that was so beautiful because I, I do believe that you, you become a steward of the blessings you've been given. Right. And so I would say wealth is being able to, to make a positive impact in our mm. case. We make a positive impact on the residents that live at our properties because we improve the properties. We give them nice homes to live in. And we also try to improve the lives of our employees, our team members, uh, by giving them a great place and a great culture within which to work. And then of course, there's the, the wealth that we can share uh, by giving our families opportunities that they may not have otherwise. And so. I, I always think abundance, right? Abundance mentality. And I think this, when you look at wealth, it's, it's you can think of, of abundance in many different ways. Abundance being having a lot. But in my mind, I think of abundance in sharing, sharing what I have and what I've learned so that others can grow their wealth. That's so wow. beautiful. And I know, Arlene, you have uh, uh, two kids. Two kids, yes. Two kids, and they are in their 20s, right? Are they? Yes. Our daughter uh, is going to be 27 next month, and our son uh, is tw just turned 24. Uh, they have both joined us in this business, and we started young with them. We They worked on our properties when they were in high school, and then we invested some of their college money. So they started to see the reports. 
That's the financial reports that we send every month to investors, they were in the same email list and they saw the passive income coming their way. And so it was a really nice way to demonstrate for them what this business is all about. And wow. that's what uh, that's what I was about to ask you. Like for a lot of young adults at that age, right? They just they just starting out. What kind of advice that you can give it to them so that they can start small and start building their financial success for their future? I agree. I think one of the things that again is to look at what your your income. I think sometimes people think income, and then what do I want to spend my income on? In this case, I would say, how do you think, instead of thinking how you can grow your toys and the things that you really want, is how do you grow your wealth? It's mm. never too early to start. I wish somebody had told me about real estate when I was their age, uh, but, but I learned it later and, and I'm fine with that. So I would tell young people to seek out the same information, start to build your capital to be able to invest and even mm -hmm. if you start small, there are some groups and there's some, you know, real estate investment trust uh, investments you can make even with smaller amounts. And so I would say start somewhere and allocate some of what you're earning to investing so that you can build your wealth. And I always uh, teach the young adults, right? Develop the habit about paying yourself first, right? You you make money, you set aside your, uh, I call it your financial freedom fund to invest. That's correct. Yeah, very good advice. Uh, uh, so I, I feel that if you aren't feeling inspired now with, with everything that has been discussed so far, I think you want to connect with Arlene, if you're thinking to get into the real estate space, if you want to have that golden piece of advice that just pushes you over the vents that you can do this, I highly recommend to connect with Arlene and take advantage, take advantage of her general offer to have this conversation if you are seeking some guidance or some advice. But I wanted to thank you so much, Arlene, for sharing all this value here today and taking along on this journey because it has been incredible. And it sounds like you're building generational wealth. So you're making the world, including your own family and your environment, a better place. And, and that's very admirable. Yeah, thank, thank you, Arlene, for taking your time of your busy schedule to be with us today. And then I'd like to take a couple of... Uh, moment um, to wrap it up of today's call and we always want to make this world a better place and through this interview what I learned from you it is start from you like Arlene you and Jacob right you didn't you didn't grow up with the silver uh, spoon in your mouth but throughout your dedication changing upgrading your mindset you was able to create um, the financial freedom for yourself and your family and not just that, you impact your two beautiful children so that they can impact their, their own children so I can see that generational impact that you have. So I want to encourage our listener, our audience, right? You don't need to be rich to get started, but I, I know for sure one thing that you do need to get, be started to get rich. And how do you do that? It's by connecting with the right mentor. That's number one. You can connect with Arlene. Uh, her website, it's reapequity.com. You can send her an email to have your comp uh, complimentary call with her. Uh, go to invest at reapequity.com. 
Okay. And uh, number two, what I learned is the partnership, right? Like Rob, I know you have amazing relationship with Maggie and me, uh, with Carl. So having a great partnership, it's a great foundation for our financial success. And number three, it is to expand your network, right? Build one relationship one day at a time. So um, Arlene, thank you so much for being here with us today. And Rob, thank you so much for being such amazing uh, co-hosts. Um, we are looking forward to have you and Jacob maybe uh, in our show in the near future. That would be wonderful. Thank you, Rob. And thank you, Angeline, for what you're doing uh, by sharing this great information with others to help them grow their wealth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Bye -bye. Thank you, guys. And see you in the next episode in the same time, same place with a phenomenal guest on the next Entrepreneur Speaker Series. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.